Hi, this is Rita Hogan, and welcome to the Dogs Are Individuals podcast. I'm a clinical canine herbalist, and I've been practicing for over 20 years. This podcast is all about your dog through an herbal lens. So let's get to it and dive right in. Welcome to another edition of Shorts. This is Rita, and I'm here again. We are going to be talking about cognition today, but before we do, I would love to thank my sponsor, Herbal Buddy, herbalbuddypet.com. Their coupon for you, our lovely listener, is HerbalBuddy20. HerbalBuddy20, all lowercase, gives you 20% off. 20% off is awesome, okay? You know, sometimes you get those coupons for like 5% off. I don't know how I feel about those. However, 20% off, awesome! For those of you that might be this your first time listening, Herbal Buddy is a lovely CBD-based supplement company, but they have a lot more than CBD, a lot more than CBD. They have glucathione capsules. They have gut health remedies. They have treats. I'm in love with this company. I like a lot of CBD companies out there. Well, probably less than five. However, that's a lot to me. There are... There is so much J-U-N-K out there in the marketplace in the world of CBD that, especially for pets, so I'm really happy to find Earth Buddy. They grow all their own hemp. And I'm going to Super Zoo this year, heading out tomorrow morning at around 7 to get to Vegas. I always need those days where I have to, you know, a buffer day where I just travel and then chill. I'm going to hang out with Earth Buddy at their booth. And I'm excited to meet them in person. So please support Herbal Buddy 20 coupon at earthpet.com. Okay, so we are talking about cognition today. And this is, again, is one of our shorts. And Julie Stewart, she wrote in to the podcast. She said, hi, Rita. I was wondering if you could do a podcast regarding how best to support a dog with dementia. She's loving the podcast. Remember, Julie, sharing is caring. Sharing is caring. Leave a review, please. Help me grow my podcast. I'm not I'm not afraid to ask for what I need. Share, share, share. So, Julie, we are going to have a larger episode of the podcast on like things like dementia, but I didn't know if you needed help right now. So I'm just going to go through a few remedies that you can use for dementia. Now, I, you know, one, make sure you're feeding a fresh food diet, digestive enzymes, make sure your dog has good stomach acid, make sure you're watching your stress because that will definitely bring down cognition and make sure your dog is watching its stress, feed the microbiome, lots of variety, Blah, 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 blah. Listen to my other episodes of my podcast on gut and stuff like that. But just as far as remedies are concerned, I like to use phytoembryonic therapy. That is using plant stem cells for these types of things because they work a lot faster. They work at a cellular level and I love them. And I love other full plant medicine as well as homeopathy and flower essences. It's not the only thing in my toolbox, but for this short I just want to bring attention to these. So I carry these on my store, canineherbalist.com, look under shop, then look under phytoembryonic. And most of the time, the dosages are going to be between one 
and four drops for these. Two to three times a day in the mouth can be diluted with a little bit of water. Definitely this first remedy, rosemary, which is uh, rosemiaris officinalis. Rosemary is warming. If you would have a dog with seizures, just don't use rosemary. Is it going to cause seizures? No. Just, you know, if you have a dog that already has seizures on seizure meds, has a hard time, don't give them rosemary. Okay, please do not write into the podcast and ask me why I'm recommending rosemary. Okay, because I, I, I can't go on. It just, you'll deplete me. Please don't use it if you have a dog with seizures. Okay, let's just let that rest. All right, so let's talk about rosemary and how awesome it is. It's warming. It adds moisture. Yes, it can be drying long-term, but not in a very small dose like this. But if you see any dryness pop up with rosemary, then you need to add something moisturizing. So right into the podcast, I'll help you out. So you're gonna, they're gonna be using the young shoots when they make these remedies. And this remedy, we're gonna use the mother tincture. Again, you can find it on my website, Phytoembryonic Therapy. And the, it has a really good level of trace minerals, vitamins and minerals, B1, B2, B3, vitamin C, calcium. Okay, and it is a very good circulatory remedy. And anything that helps the circulation is going to help the brain. And it also helps neurons. And neurons are found in the brain and definitely the heart. Actually, there's more neurons in the heart than there is in the brain. And it's going to help with memory, the nervous system. You always have to support the nervous system in almost anything that you do. It's going to help the lymphatics, another thing. Lymphatics need to be clean, but it's a super antioxidant. It's anti-stroke for, you know, for old dogs. It helps with uh, uric acid in the body. It helps bring down bad cholesterol, triglyceride levels. It helps with your vagus nerve response and your dogs. That means that it's going to help that rest and relaxation cycle because we need that in order to function when we are stressed out and in fight or flight all bets are off and it goes everything goes to the heart and the musculature to get away from what is chasing you or your dog, okay? So we want to make sure that our dog's stress response is good. And rosemary can help with that, okay? It's an anti-inflammatory. And anything that's an antioxidant is going to help with dementia and cognitive function because we don't want... Our, we have to bring down our dog's toxic load. So as you know, or if you're a first-time listener, less is more. I'm a less, and, less is more girl, okay? Less is more. We need to find out what exactly is helping our dog and get rid of the rest. So rosemary can help with fats and oils, which dogs that are hard, you know, have a hard time processing and absorbing fats and oils. We need fats and oils in order to have a healthy brain. And that's where the lymphatic system comes in. And also rosemary helps with the gut and dogs with allergies and dogs with liver issues, liver stagnation, okay? And like lion's mane mushroom, we love lion's mane mushroom, rosemary, especially the phytoembryonic, can positively affect nerve growth factors. And there's not a lot that science has figured out on the planet that affects nerve growth factors, that means it can help support and grow and produce more nerve growth. 
that involves neurons, okay? We love that. We love that. So rosemary, and this would definitely be one of those one, I would definitely start out one to three to four drops. If you have a little tiny dog, I would dilute that one drop in about two ounces of water and then just give a dropper, mix it up real good, and then give a dropper of that water. And then like a pug, one drop, corgi, spaniel, two drops, golden retriever, three drops, extra large dog, four drops. Two to three times a day. If things are real real poor, three times a day. In the mouth, not in the food. If you have to do it, drip it on a treat. But that's only if you have to, okay? If you have to, okay. The next remedy that I want to talk about is elm. That's almost compestrous. It's moisturizing. It's a demulcent. It's cooling. They use the bud to make it. Do not use it with cats. Okay, it has salicylic acid in it. If um, you want to use it with cats, then you can use what's called a 1 to 200 gemmel therapy. And uh, I think I do carry that in my store. Just send me an email. I'll tell you where to find it. You can Google it. You're going to look... Uh, at Almus Campestris, U-L-M-U-S-C-A-M-P-E-S-T-R-I-S, Almus Campestris Gemotherapy. And you would use like one to two drops with your cat. But the phytoembryonic is much stronger and don't use it with cats because cats don't do well with salicylic acid. So Almus Campestris adds moisture to the body. It's very good at dryness, okay? So we want to make sure we see dryness and that's inside. And what's interesting, it's very paradoxical because this remedy treats wet skin conditions. Uh-huh, wet skin conditions. But it adds moisture inside the body. And again, we need moisture to deal with fat-soluble vitamins, fats in general. Fats are very important to good, healthy cognitive function. So it can help with aging and dementia. Okay, aging and dementia. And it also helps with the dogs that have either Addison's or Cushing's because it's very balancing to the adrenal glands. Okay, it helps with the gut. So if your dog has dementia plus IBS or inflammation of the gastrointestinal tract, like yeast overgrowth, bladder inflammation, things like that in the gut, then this might be a really good remedy for you. All right, might be a good one. Another one, and we're still talking about phytoembryonic therapy, it comes from corn, organic corn, Zia maize, Zia maize. They use the germinating seeds. It's full of vitamins and minerals. It helps get rid of xenoestrogens in the body. That comes from drinking out of plastic bottles. Please do not feed your dog water out of plastic bottles. Just stop that. Invest in a filter, okay? or glass water bottles. But Zia Maze is very good at aging in general. It's good for dogs that have a lot of arthritis and pain, musculoskeletal inflammations, H. pylori infections, definitely deficiency. This is a good seizure remedy, dementia, stroke, circulation, dogs with cataracts, so you want to look at those different types of what I call cofactors, acid reflux. You kind of feel like they don't assimilate vitamins and minerals very well. They might have a higher toxic load. This is a great remedy for that. Okay, great remedy for that. Um, just same dosage as 
the rosemary, the diluted drop, the one drop, two drop, three drop, four drop. Okay. And if you forgot, just go back and listen to the rest of the podcast. So a next one I wanted to discuss that's good for dementia is a, a remedy called Judas tree. And that's uh, Circus psilosquastrum. I'm going to spell that. C-E-R-C-I-S. Psilosquastrum. I feel like I'm in the spelling bee. S-I-L-I-Q-U-A-S-T-R-U-M. Psilosquastrum. And they use the buds. Okay. Judas is awesome. It's an awesome remedy. It, uh, you don't want to use it with cats. Use the gemotherapy, the one to 200. But this is a remedy that A, is very good at circulation. It's an anti-inflammatory. It helps with neuropathy and nerve issues. You know, if your dog has issues with their, their paws, we want to just keep adding these things like, well, I, I don't know if I should use one or the other. Well, look at these cofactors. Okay, if your dog has, if you think their dog has some hormonal issues, you don't want to use it with any dog that has hypothyroidism. Okay, so if your dog's hypothyroid, this one's out of the mix. Okay, out of the mix. It's very good at dogs that are on pharmaceutical drugs and dogs that are around a lot of pollutants because it helps get those out of the body. So it's good for geriatric dogs. It's good for dementia. It's good for nerve weakness hypothyroidism, okay? Hypothyroidism, hyperadrenalism, elevated cortisol levels, Cushing's. This is a remedy for that. So if your dog has Cushing's and cognitive dysfunction, okay, has a history of being a little stressed out, this is, this is that remedy. And then we could just add some tick-borne disease, babiosis, okay, babesia. This is a remedy for Babesia. So, you know, look at those cofactors. And I'm just going down my favorite phytoembryonic remedies for dementia. Just again, look at how many cofactors or should, you know, look at them as symptoms your dog has for each remedy and you can find a remedy for your dog. Okay, the next one, is a remedy I like in dried leaf form as well. But this one is much, I find, safer. And this is ginkgo, maidenhair tree, okay? Ginkgo biloba, okay? Ginkgo biloba. And ginkgo is warming and it's moisturizing. Notice that a lot of these remedies that are for cognition add moisture, okay? It's really high in flavonoids, it's good for cognitive function, memory, in people, dyslexia. It definitely deals with the nerve. It helps the blood flow in the cerebral cortex, okay? And so for people, that's like, it helps with foggy thinking. It's definitely anti-aging. It can help with hearing, vertigo. It's a circulatory tonic. And ding, ding, ding. It is a good antioxidant, which helps the brain. It helps bring down free radical damage. It helps bring down toxic load. It has an affinity for the lymph system. These are all the check boxes in dementia and cognition. It helps with clearing out the veins. Okay, it helps with compacted or congested anal glands. 
helps with cramping. Macular degeneration. It helps support brain cell function. And in people, and most likely in dogs, but it's hard to ask your dog this. You could if maybe a good animal communicator, but short-term memory. It definitely improves the functioning of neurotransmitters in the brain, and that is awesomeness, okay? So, and it balances moisture. Now, you don't want to use it with blood thinners because it does have a little, you know, it does thin the blood a little bit. You want to, uh, don't combine it with dogwood or garlic. And please do not email me about my comment about garlic. Please see my website for my article on garlic. And, you know, Dr. Karen Becker has an article about feeding dogs garlic. Dr. Judy Morgan, every holistic vet I've ever met has a positive review of garlic. And no, you don't feed a lot of it. And yes, please use only organic fresh garlic and know your dosages before you give it to them. That's all I'm going to say. Um, but don't give it with garlic because garlic thins the blood. Don't give it with turmeric. Okay. So those are some things to not combine with this remedy. Thanks for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave a review in your podcast app. And don't forget, sharing is caring. So if you love Dogs Are Individuals podcast, share it with your friends and family who love dogs. This will help me so much. And remember, as a listener, I appreciate you. Much thanks to Resonant Media, my podcast production team. This podcast is produced by Drake Peterson and edited by Mike Fry. Any questions? Email the show. Go to canineherbalist.com, click podcast contact in the menu, and then fill out that form and I'll answer any questions here online. Okay, so thank you so much for listening to this episode of Dogs Are Individuals podcast and I'm gonna talk to you in our next episode. The content of this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not a substitute for veterinary care. This podcast doesn't constitute a provider-patient relationship. As always, talk to your doctor, veterinarian, or healthcare provider first before starting anything new, and that includes herbs. I'm not a doctor, and I don't treat disease or prescribe anything. I'm a traditional herbalist providing herbal support education only. Regarding any products I may suggest, the statements made regarding these products have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. The efficacy of these products has not been confirmed by FDA-approved research. These products are not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. All information presented here on the podcast is not meant as a substitute or alternative to information from your vet. Please consult your veterinary professional about potential interactions or other possible complications before using any product.